Ladies, gentlemen, Jean-Michel Glachon from School of Regulation. Today, I'm at Vleric Business School in Brussels. It is a leading business school in the Belgium, but it's not the point I will have to have with you today. I am with Daniel Dobeni. Daniel Dobeni is many things. He's the former CEO of Elia, the Belgian TSO, a listed company. Second, he's the former chairman of ENSOE, the European body, the official one for transmission operation for power. And third, he's today chairman of Go15, which assembles the biggest TSOs on earth from State Grid China to PJM in the US. So you, you did catch that Daniel is an expert. He knows many things, but he's also an industry leader. And I would like to know from him what he does think about energy union, what it is. Second, do we need this energy union? And third, what could or should think the other big TSOs in the world of our union? Do they have similar issues or goals as climate change? Daniel, welcome. Thank you, Jean-Michel. So, um, I will deal with the, the, the first and the second point, the EU energy, uh, in, in one single reply. First oh, of very all, good. We will yeah, spare our time. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you already put me under pressure to be uh, yeah. So, uh, what it means is a unique opportunity for uh, the European ah, you countries. Like it, then? Absolutely. Ah, okay. uh, to to uh, benefit from the diversity of energy sources we have. We forget that. But when we look at our 28 member states, we have a tremendous diversity of energy sources. Including in Malta. Including in Malta. Okay. This is a special case. <laughs> um, but by using this diversity in an intelligent way, we can bring much better and cheaper power supply to the European customers, and especially also to the industry. We have, uh, we forget that often, but we, we have leading industries in Europe, and they are more and more competing worldwide, or they are competing within Europe, within the different member states. And energy supply is, is fundamental for all parts of the business, but not only in terms of the amount of energy they consume, but also the quality, the reliability we deliver. But what's the link with energy union? Well, because by having a seamless uh, access to the ah, different okay. uh, energy resources, we can build the best energy mix for Europe at any moment in time. Very catchy. By union, you insist on the seamless nature of it. Uh, yeah, union by definition okay, is seamless. Okay, okay. Okay. So, so that's the reason for why I consider this to be not only essential but, but uh, for this generation but for all future generations. And what is a pity is that despite the fact that we have the first directive that was uh, approved uh, in 96, if I remember well, um, uh, it, it's a pity to observe that uh, most of the energy policies are still very much nationally driven when it goes to the implementation phase. And we are not benefiting today from the seamless access to this diversity of generation sources. And this should absolutely become a priority for all But do you leaders. see climate change, renewable and the like as, as a big part of the landscape or not? Well, 
it was not there before 2007. Yeah. Uh, the, the major trend setting was given with the directive of 2007. The scenario do you develop? And, uh, and uh, from that time out, the renewable is a, a fundamental part of the energy mix that we like it or not, doesn't matter. Mm. We have reached a certain threshold of share of the energy mix in different countries in yeah. Europe as a whole, that it, it is part of the game. We will never Whether or not it yeah. is linked to climate change, yeah. and it's not possible cool. to come back. Yeah. And I don't think it's, it's good to come back. It is the source. Europe is very a lot of diversity, but we also are pretty much relying on other countries where the stability cannot be as much guaranteed as it is the case today in Europe. So, okay, union is to exploit in common our resources and then to have a better uh, mix and a better efficiency. But, but if we look at the GO15, so this enormous CSO everywhere in the world, do we have? Uh, do, do they think anything about well, us? Do no, they no. Have first of all, problems? well, it, 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 we did a we did a very interesting exercise two years ago uh, during a general assembly. Uh, we asked to the CEOs of these seventeen biggest system operators um, what were their three nightmares. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to have nightmares. And um, to I think the astonishment of all of us. We basically discovered that we shared most ah. of these nightmares uh, for different reasons. Because, of course, the policies are different, the regulation is different. Some of these companies are still part of a large integrated concern. Some others are fully independent, listed or not listed. And and basically, we were sharing a lot of concerns what are about they, well, security of supply, ah. how to ensure that we have enough capacity, yeah. how to ensure the evolution towards what I would call more energy-aware consumers, uh, how to better integrate uh, new kind of technologies in the grid, how to tackle um, demand-side management, which is still uh, a domain where a lot of progress should be achieved. And, and it happens to be that we all share that. Some of them, of course, more concerned about the fast penetration of renewable energy sources, some others more concerned by security of supply. Um, just an example uh, in terms of, of the issues is that uh, in China, uh, they connect one windmill every hour, 24 hours a day. So the, the issue is not only the European one, and they're doing it also very carefully yeah, with, yeah. With, with a very precise objective. And the third one, where is the third one coming from? Well, the third one is a sustainability ah. of, of the regulation in which all these companies are. The rules. Are, are, the rules. Mm -hmm. And all of these CEOs are really pretty much concerned by the lack of stability of regulation and, and the fact that regulation has to cope with the very fast-changing environment in which these companies that's are, good, are good. really that's doing the job. So I will conclude my way. Of course, it will be a bit ironic. As you Otherwise, know, it wouldn't you be know me, Daniel. So, ladies and gentlemen, you did notice that uh, Daniel likes the union part of the energy union to unite our resources, to unite the operation of our resources, but it doesn't change the nightmare he has, <laughs> and he has the same nightmare like anybody in the TSO industry. Thank you, Daniel. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm Thank sure you, that you do not share my conclusion to the slides, oh. you know. <laughs> this is for the next time. <laughs>